Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. What is the meaning of joy and what is true happiness in life? Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Gia and today the theme for our show is happiness. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be the Star You Are, for teen. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. I'm sure you're all dying to know we have in store for a theme, and our theme today is happiness. So I'm just going to start by reading aloud a chapter from um, called The Gift of Happiness that was penned by M.J. Ryan, a best-selling author and one of the creators of the Random Act of Kindness series and the author of This Year I Will. How to Finally Change a Habit, Keep a Resolution, or Make a Dream Come True. Attitudes of Gratitude, The Power of Patience, The Happiness Makeover, and many other titles. So this is, again, The Gift of Happiness by M.J. Ryan. I wanted to thank someone who had been kind to me, so I sent a bouquet of roses to her office. When ordering, I found out that peach roses stand for appreciation, so I delighted in sending an extra nonverbal message. I imagined what a surprise they would be, which pleased me even more. I first started to enjoy the happiness that comes from giving to others when my friends and I published the book, Random Acts of Kindness. Suddenly, I was flooded with letters. This was in the dinosaur days before email. From people telling me about the joy they experience as doers of these acts. I will never forget the letter from a high school senior who told me that he'd been going to kill himself until he read the book and decided that life was worth living. He inspired me to get, become more kind to strangers and to those I'm close to. Like the boy who didn't kill himself, I got happier. The reason we feel happy when we spread happiness is because we experience something I've never even heard of before in Western culture. I've just finished reading over 50 books on happiness, and only one mentions it. Buddhists call it mudita, sympathetic joy. It's an upswelling of the heart at the happiness of someone else. Sympathetic joy is the opposite of envy. It's one of the reasons why giving... When it comes from a genuine feeling of overflow, wanting to bring happiness to someone else, rather than from a sense that we have to, feels so good. We experience in ourselves the good feelings of the other person. Actually, the giver gets a double whammy of happiness. Anticipatory anticipatory joy in thinking of how the person is going to feel, as well as the actual moment when he or she receives the gift. Sympathetic joy is such a wonderful feeling that you don't even have to be there when the person receives the gift to feel great. That's what's behind random acts of kindness. For instance, just thinking about how the person is going to feel when you put a quarter in the parking meter and doesn't get a ticket, 
gives you an extra bolt of pleasure. You don't have to buy elaborate gifts or spend a lot of time or effort. You can get the boost from giving to others in many ways. Surprising a relative in the form of a text message or the perfect card for a friend. Have you ever been with someone when they do you courtesy and you offer thanks um, and they say, my pleasure? It truly is a pleasure to spread kindness, even if it's simply holding a door for someone who's struggling with the load of packages. So the author of this chapter, MJ Ryan, actually included an exercises called Practicing Acts of Happiness in his chapter. So I'm just going to go over that right now. So he says that you should commit to giving something, no matter how small, every day of the week. A kind smile, a smile to someone you know is going through tough times and offered to help you, your sibling, an email out of the blue thanking someone for the impacts he's had on your life. Even if you don't feel great, do it anyway for a week and notice what effect it has. Do you feel more joyful, more connected to others and happy to be alive? Make someone else happy. And then he ends with a quote by Louis L. Mann. Happiness is a perfume which you cannot pour on others without getting a few drops on yourself. Wow, thank you, Kaisin, for such insight. And I really love the author's viewpoint, MJ Ryan, on happiness itself, in that you can kind of commit a small act and still, you know, make yourself happy and make someone else happy and grateful towards you. And I think that it's really motivational for people to do good things, you know, because if you do great things, you'll be happy. And the person who receives that great act will be happy as well. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that um, this theme especially is important today um, with the growing disconnect, I think, that is present in a lot of different forms of society with the internet and all these different problems that are happening with racial tensions and stuff. It's always just mm-hmm. important to know that you have control, even if it's over just like one small random act of kindness, you have the power to impact um, the world around mm-hmm. you for the better, even as cliche as it sounds. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that aspect. And yeah, I really feel like with all the social media these days, and you know, a lot of stars and celebrities get hate. And if you just post a simple viewpoint online, then there's a lot of feedback that you get that's really negative. And maybe if you want to start like a YouTube channel, you always get such negative views. And it's really nice to see that this author has told everyone to kind of step back and look at the little things in life and look at the simple joys of just interconnecting with other people and just making others happy as well. And that'll make you happy and make you more positive in life. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, what he said about how it's a double whammy of Mm -hmm. the anticipatory feeling of joy and um, the joy you get after the act actually happens um, is just all the more reason to do so other than just being motivated by wanting to make someone's day just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's again, what he said, it's truly a pleasure to spread kindness and I feel like, you know, that's what you see when you have people who create charities or help out at charities. It's really that joy in helping someone else out through a tough time in life or maybe just the little things, you know, like it's great when I see a classmate of mine or, you know, myself, I feel very joyful when I kind of bring cookies to teachers to just tell them or like show them that they have an impact in my life and that I'm grateful and it really makes me happy to know that I, you know, for them to know that I appreciate them. And I feel like I hope it makes them happy, too, to know that they're appreciated. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's really easy to get caught up in life and not mm-hmm. let 
people know um, how much you appreciate them or the impact they're having on their on your life, and you never know when saying a kind um, thing or doing something nice for someone else mm-hmm. um, will actually lift their spirits. And even more so than that, even when you're stressed or in a bad place, maybe the answer to that would be doing nice things for other people um, because that would make you happier too. And then also, in effect, mm-hmm. um, help other people around you as well. Exactly. And I feel like our society nowadays is so individualistic and so focused on what one person can do that we forget that every single, you know, every single tree has its roots and you're standing on the shoulders of giants, you know. So I think everybody forgets the people who support them. And I feel like this, you know, MJ Ryan has really tried to advocate that you need to appreciate everyone and that might make you happier as well as everyone who has helped you. You know, you have to give back to the community that has supported you. And I feel like that really makes the individual happy as well as the base that the individual stands on. Definitely. And just going off of that, something Mm -hmm. I remember um, Mm -hmm. that happens at my school is every year on Thanksgiving, Um, We make like a wall of stars where um, you can go into a certain classroom at lunch and just write what you're thankful on. And then um, about a week before Thanksgiving, a bunch of people in this club go to our school and hang up all the signs, all the stars in like a huge star chain down the Mm -hmm. halls. And it's just so cool to um, like right before holiday season to see all the different things people are thankful for and um, to realize that there is a lot of gratitude that um, goes on. And it's nice to see that part of people. Um, the Just even taking a moment to recognize something that you're thankful for, mm-hmm. um, I think also helps you maintain perspective in your life for sure. Yeah, so it's like the little things, right? The little things that yeah, kind exactly. of... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I love that. You know, I want to start that at my school. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, you should. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. And... I also feel like that ties back in with MJ Ryan's message where, you know, the little things definitely, yeah, everything interconnects as well and that you need to make connections. So you've got like a chain of stars and all the stars are connected, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that's, and I feel like also when you're walking down that hall, do you ever, you know, draw happiness from all of these people being grateful for what they have? And, you know, I feel like when I see someone who's happy, I'm happy for them. And that makes me a little bit more happy in my daily life as well. Yeah, exactly. It's nice because I think, at least at my school, there's a lot of, like, complaining Mm -hmm. about things. So it's also nice when you know that people... um, (laughs) <laughs> the, the only thing they they also have things that they're thankful for, and it's not just mm-hmm. about um, complaining about certain things all the time. But they're just happy, um, yeah, like for like different things, and even like some of them are like really funny stuff, like lactate pills. But like some of them are like my family and like things that we all can be thankful for, which again makes you um, think about and reflect on your own life. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Kaisin, for such a wonderful discussion. And I feel like MJ Ryan has really shown that happiness is a beautiful and infectiously wonderful emotion. So during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Kaisin Kelly. Also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on happiness. When we return with our very own reporter, Alex Bacalus. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Our voices need to be heard. Tune in every week for Women Investing in Women and Girls. This is a groundbreaking program that spotlights global issues from the perspectives of young women and teens. Our program is aimed at young listeners in general, including young men who wish to be engaged in our global dialogues. Come join us every Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for Women Investing in Women and Girls. And follow the global economic revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself. On the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network Brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Brigitte Gia, and today our show is all about happiness. Today, reporter Alex is joining us with an installment of his segment, The Health Wrap. Hi, Alex. Take it away. Hi, guys. Um, Tonight's topic is the gift of happiness. Well, when we were talking about health, it turns out that happiness really is a gift. Because believe it or not, happiness is really good for your health. There has been a lot of research that does seem to indicate that people who feel happy tend to have better health than unhappy people. Apparently, feeling happy can cause good things to happen to our bodies. It strengthens our immune system, it combats disease and disability, it reduces stress and protects our heart, and it leads to longer lives. That's quite a gift. Of course, One of the first questions that comes to mind when we hear that happiness makes us healthier is, what does it mean to be happy? Well, researchers have found out that being happy means different things to different people. For example, some people equated happiness to financial success, others to successful relationships with friends and family. Some said it was a general feeling of optimism. Others use words like joy, pleasure, and even exhilaration. It seems that happiness is really just a feeling of satisfaction and contentment. 
Contentment seems to be a real common theme. So does optimism. It's a feeling that your life has meaning, and you have a feeling of purpose and accomplishment. It doesn't mean that you are never sad or stressed, but that you accept that since life comes with sadness and stress, yet you deal with it in a positive manner. I guess in a real sense, we could look at happiness as being the opposite of feeling constant sadness, depression, or stress. And one thing is for sure. Researchers have found that people who feel sad or depressed or constantly anxious are not as healthy as people who consider themselves happy. The conclusions are based on an enormous amount of research showing that happiness and good health definitely go together. Let me give you an example of a study that was done to see if happiness affects our health. In a recent 10-year study, researchers rated 2,000 people on a scale of 1 to 5 based on how they expressed positive emotions like joy, happiness, excitement, enthusiasm, and contentment. Ten years later, the researchers checked in with these participants to see how they were doing. It turned out that the happier ones, the ones who were rated on the scale, were less likely to have developed coronary heart disease. In fact, for each one-point increase on the scale of positive emotions they had expressed, their heart disease risk was 22% lower than the people who had expressed low positive emotions. Similar studies on large groups of people definitely show that happiness strengthens our immune system, reduces our stress levels, and actually helps us live longer. I guess what this tells us is that we should all try and find some measure of happiness, not just for our emotional health, but for our physical health as well. Wow, Alex, that's really interesting. And I love how you found the correlation with all these studies. And it was really interesting that there was a correlation between happiness and your level of health. So you've told us that happiness affects our health in a positive way. So what about the other way around? Does our health affect our happiness? That is an absolutely fantastic question. Because the truth of the matter is that happiness and health are incredibly interconnected. It's definitely true that being happy is medically associated with being healthy. It is also true that healthier people are happier people. The thing is, happiness and health both affect each other. Happy people tend to eat healthier, exercise more, and get more sleep than those who are stressed out or depressed. These are all good habits that are also associated with making somebody healthier. And like I said, when you are healthier, you are generally happier. Uh, Alex, can you give us a medical reason for why happiness can be good for our health? Absolutely. Perhaps the best example has to do with stress and anxiety. Happy people tend to have less stress and anxiety in their lives, and when they do incur stress, they deal with it in a much better way than unhappy people. The thing is, too much stress is really bad thing for your health. Stress releases a variety of hormones, especially one called cortisol. This re- the reason this particular hormone can cause a lot of damage to our body is if too much of it is released. For example, it can suppress our immune system, cause serious heart problems, and even raise the risk of getting diabetes. Stress is a real killer, and unhappy people tend to be much more stressed than happy people. Alex, you mentioned that um, in the research study that you provided, they actually took into account like the way people reacted to different emotions so are happy people really born that way like do they have a certain reaction that causes them to be happier Uh, that's a good question Uh, that question is one that researchers have been wondering for a really long time happiness is it all genetic i mean let's face it we have all heard or read about famous people who appear to 
have it all, yet are really unhappy or depressed. Some research has shown that genetics does play a pretty important role in how happy one feels. Some people are just born with an upbeat personality, while others have a more downbeat view of things. But clearly, your environment and life circumstances will also pay a big role in how you feel. However, anybody can improve their level of happiness. It's worth the effort because happier people are indeed healthier people. That's, that sounds really cool. So what about, do you have, I know you talk a lot about how um, stress correlates a lot with happiness. Do you have any advice on how to reduce stress or how to even manage stress? Because I feel like stress is a really big side effect of a lot of things. And a lot of times you can't necessarily get rid of it altogether. Yeah, that's a good, I think a lot of people have that question. And I think it's pretty different for each person. I would just recommend to, uh, you know, kind of look at the big picture and take things slowly and don't make too big of a deal out of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I know stress is a big factor with grades and in high school or even college or some higher level institutes of education. It's really hard to keep up with your happiness level and stress level. But going back to the whole genetic thing, um, does does anything factor into like how you're raised? Maybe if you're like raised with a parent who's always optimistic, does that have an impact on how happy you become later in life? Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that because I didn't mm-hmm. read any studies about mm-hmm. that, but that does seem to make a lot of sense that it would work that way. And they did say environment does have a f- factor. I'm yeah. just not sure if it you know works exactly that way. Yeah, maybe uh, mm-hmm. going Go off of what, what the question you're asking, I haven't answered that question. Um, mm-hmm. I was at a talk this summer, and this woman called um, Vivian Ming, who does a lot of research, came in and talked about how children who are actually raised in stressed out environments, surprisingly, their IQ actually decreases, um, which I found surprising with the whole tiger mom epidemic mm-hmm. and the whole. Um, discussion that goes on with that and about whether that stress is good or not for children. So um, Vivian actually is arguing for um, a more relaxing environment for children to grow up in because she argues that stress and growing Mm -hmm. up in a stressful environment actually negatively impacts children's intelligence, not um, let alone their mental health. Oh, wow. So that's all very interconnected, I feel like. Yes. Yeah, you've got you've got um, Alex's article about you know being happy and correlation between health and I guess IQ can kind of be counted as health. So if you got stress and unhappiness, then your IQ or your health kind of goes down. Yeah, exactly. That's real. it's a scary thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Ooh, I better start cooling off on the stress levels. <laughs> so, Alex, um, I think. I think that was a really good discussion, and based on the research you did, um, it was really interesting to see how um, happiness actually manifests itself physically in um, humans and also um, has to do with their emotional state, Um, and I also how the importance of really happiness and how it kind of seems like under-affected. And going kind of back to how you can create happiness, um, one thing I always like to argue to, like, my mom and, like, Um, people who think I'm addicted to chocolate is that dark chocolate Uh, (laughs) and certain foods interestingly enough have been found to actually reduce stress and increase happiness oh yeah that's that's definitely true I've 
Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely saw the one about uh, eating the dark chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, improves your brain power. And that's, I think that's yeah, really I cool. I get behind that statement for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much, Alex, for this awesome discussion on the correlation between health and happiness. And it's been a blast to have you on the show. And I really loved that you were able to support your claims with so much evidence and so much in-depth, you know, knowledge. That was really great. So provide health and happiness by giving a donation to Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to www.bethestarur.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Kaisine Kelly. Also remember to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back from our break, we'll be talking with Brigitte about happiness and art. Don't go anywhere. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm your host, Brigitte Gia, joined by Kaisin Kelly, and today's topic is happiness. Today we'll be talking with Brigitte about happiness and art in a new installment of her segment, Art Attack. Take it away, Brigitte. 
Alright, hey guys, it's Brigitte, of course, and today I'll be talking about the connection between art and happiness in another installment of Art Attack. So art and happiness are actually connected in the most intricate ways, and the beauty of art is really tied together with happiness and the levels of joy that the individual is feeling. Studies have actually shown that art therapy, where patients use art to recover from traumatic experiences, actually mediate depression and anxiety by stimulating and repairing the brain. So if you kind of, there's certain corporations that actually endorse that and have art therapy where it's been proven to relax people who've been through horrible events or traumatic events and kind of lowers their depression rates. And there's actually a direct connection between the joys of creating art and the brain's happiness level. There was actually a study done to prove this in 1996, and a capturing art and creativity study was done by Robert Epstein, which actually showed the joys of artistic creativity. So Epstein says that greater creativity actually breeds greater happiness. And what better way to get creative than to create and produce a work of art? Viewing art actually also has great benefits for the human emotional spectrum. More viewing of art is actually known to increase the dopamine levels and activities in the brain's frontal cortex. So all this jargon, but basically it means that if you, if you look at art, then it creates feelings of pleasure and a positive sensation. So if you just view art, then it actually gives you a great emotion and it gives you more happiness. So this research was actually done by Samir Zeki in a research study in the University of London. So not only does one get to enjoy the works of art that they see and the spiritual and beautiful meanings behind them, they also can actually benefit from the viewing of an art piece in itself. Many works of art also procure happiness within themselves, and basically this stems from the artist painting the piece. So artists really use their works to express their emotions, and when they're happy, it comes out in the painting. So their paintings and sculptures and other works will show how happy they are, why, you know, the color scheme that they use or the certain pose that their subjects are in. And so... Artists really seek to create and emit emotions, and they can also do this by kind of making their subject or the thing that they're painting or making a work of into a happy light. So if, for example, you're painting a portrait and you feel happy or you see that the subject of your portrait is feeling really happy, then you as an artist kind of seek to paint this happiness with the color scheme, within the light and dark scheme, and you try to really emulate this happiness that the person itself person themselves is feeling within this portrait and so this is kind of displayed within many impressionistic paintings which kind of depict subjects from life and they really paint people as happy and very joyful and an artist can actually receive joy from the happiness of his or her subject that he um the artist is painting but perhaps the most happiness for any artist is kind of seeing a work that they've labored over for ages and they really gain happiness by seeing this work being appreciated or contemplated by the public eye. So an artist's work is usually um, a purpose or it has an idea and the audience's realization of that idea is valued and treasured by the artist as a form of happiness. So if you finish a work and you really want people to see it and see the labor that you've put into it and the ideals that you've thrown into this work, then it'll come as a happiness to you if people really understand what you're trying to say. 
And also, really, there's a satisfaction that's gained from the completion of a piece, and that's kind of equivalent to happiness. Because when you're satisfied and with your work and the labor you've put into it and how it's turned out, then you as an artist can really feel happy about what you've accomplished. Well, thanks, Brigitte, for that awesome segment. I really found it really interesting what you had to say about art and the idea of happiness and happiness being correlated to art, and especially about what you had to say about um, impressionistic paintings and how even um, the subjects in those paintings are very happy, um, especially because just learning about art from an outsider's perspective, it can kind of seem like a lot of times like the subjects can be quite, quite grim, like the turn of the, the Industrial Revolution and depicting um, the downfalls of industrializing or like even Van Gogh's portrait with his ear cut off. But, oh my, yeah. Uh, what are some examples of pieces that procure happiness? Yeah, you bring up a good point. You know, like pieces pieces don't really have a lot of happiness because I feel like a lot of art actually involves depicting history or events and history is not always happy. But I do have one example that I really like and it also has uh, something to do with Van Gogh, actually. And basically he has a series of painting and one particular painting of sunflowers And sunflowers are actually a symbol of happiness in the flower language or like friendship. And he may have been, it might, it it might've been a happy period of his life, or maybe he was in a happy mood or something went right, or even just the expression of happiness or the ideas that sunflowers make people happy. But he was able to kind of portray the sunshine and beauty and happy character within the sunflowers by using yellow tones and a very monochromatic painting in yellow. And he probably, I feel like that he was trying to express a singularly happy feeling within his painting. And it really leaves the audience very satisfied and pleased with the painting because the yellow kind of gives off this beautiful hue in the sunflowers. And I actually read a little bit more about his sunflower paintings, and Van Gogh's motive was actually to express friendship to a fellow painter named Gauguin in 1888. And basically he was trying to show that he had a friendship with this other painter, and he was happy when he was with his friend, and he tried to emulate this by showing the beauty and the sunshine character of the sunflowers within itself. That's so cool. I especially like how you went and you even, um, you started with your initial impression of the painting and then you went into the research you had actually found to support that. And I think it's really cool. Um, I know similarly in literature, um, when you first like read a book, um, there's like a big argument over whether you should learn about like the background of the book and like what, what context the author was writing in mm-hmm. and whether it helps with your understanding of the book or hurt harms it. I don't necessarily know, but I think it's all, always really cool to learn the history behind an art piece um, and just mm-hmm. be able to kind of picture the meaning behind the work, of course, after you yourself have created your own impression of it. Yeah. Um, with that being said, how does one actually go through art therapy to help their mind recover from a traumatic experience? What is the type of process? Well, it's actually been shown that through studies that repetitive artistic movement and kind of the satisfaction of completion kind of encourages exploration and the creativity of this entire process stimulates the brain and lowers depression. And 
really when you have a person who's gone through traumatic experiences it's within human nature to kind of blame yourself if you've gone through something bad or you know criticize yourself for what what has happened to you or maybe what you've done but if you engage in repetitive artistic movement or maybe try to create a piece then it kind of elevates your sense of self-satisfaction because you've completed something and you've put labor into this piece into this work of art and it really makes you feel better about yourself and i feel like that really helps people recover from you know blaming themselves about a traumatic experience definitely and, yeah and you know like the creativity actually stimulates the brain itself as well so there's this sense of pride and satisfaction which creates happiness but there's also like a scientific level where when you actually engage in this movement then you know it helps your brain that's awesome. So you talked a lot about art in the sense of the artist and art in the sense of general art therapy and how it can help. But how has art actually influenced your life mm-hmm. um, and helped you, make, help, like, you deal with stress and um, influence mm-hmm. your happiness? Yeah, thank, that's a great question. For me personally, whenever you know I get a bad grade or I've been feeling down about something that's happened to one of my friends or something to that effect, then... I go in with my sketchbook and I just try to release my anger or my disappointment through the sketchbook and I try to pick a certain subject and draw it in different lights. Maybe use a few different, you know, color tones and color schemes and draw it in a sad light or maybe in a happier light. So I'll end up with just maybe like dozens of pictures of something as inane as maybe like a pear and then this pear will be appearing in orange and blue and green and all these different colors all these different emotions and I feel like that really kind of cleans my palette and allows for me to start you know with a new start with a new outlook on life and try to become more positive. That's so cool that you're able to have an outlet that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, going off of that, do you think you get more happiness from actually sketching and releasing your emotions through art or by viewing art? Or is um, happiness different in both senses? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's a bit more different with the two senses of getting happiness from art. So when you're looking at art, I feel like it stimulates your brain when you're trying to figure out what the artist means. And when you finally do figure out what the artist means, you kind of relate to that artist and you can, you can get some satisfaction within yourself from figuring it out. Or if the artist is, you know, trying to stem out happiness, you can collect a bit of this happiness from the painting for yourself. And that makes you, you know, more joyful. And when you're painting or, you know, doing some other work of art, I feel like for me personally, it's more of just finding yourself and really searching for your own happiness. And once you're done, you know, you have a sense of pride. And when other people notice that you finished and that you've labored over this work, it really makes you happy from my point of view. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. I think it's really cool that you're able to draw on both appreciating art form but also using it as a release for your own motion with that being said thanks Brigitte for this awesome conversation it's so fun talking with you also during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for be the star you are 501c3 literacy and positive media charity I'm Kaisine Kelly and I'm Brigitte Gia 
Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in the next segment with reporter Zara Hassanai. The later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Kaisine, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is happiness. And I'm Brigitte. Our Hope Heal reporter, Zara, will share her take on happiness. Hi, Zara. So, do you... Hello. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. And we're going to start this off by asking a few questions. So, do you think that happiness is attainable, first of all? Um, I think everyone seems to think that happiness is complete and utter bliss all the time, but I think happiness is something that's kind of defined according to your own definition. Like, happiness is coming to terms and being proud of who you are, and, you know, you'll never be perfect, but you can at least try to satisfy yourself because, in the end, that's what really matters and not, like, not, you know, what other people think. Um, I don't think anyone can really be, like, carefree and lighthearted all the time, but loving what you do and being passionate about life and having people around you that enjoy being around you is happiness, in my opinion. Um, I don't think you can ever reach a complete state of happiness, because even if you think about, like, you know, there's a reason, there are, like, our Constitution says that you have the right to the pursuit of happiness. Sometimes that very pursuit of happiness, 
like is the happiness itself and the journey is the destination whether you realize it at first or not and I think it's the hope that gets you going and keeps you running towards your ultimate goal whatever it may be and however true or not true it may be definitely definitely agree with that definition I think um it's a little silly and trivial to think of happiness as, like you said, complete bliss all the time. And instead, it's a lot more about your perspective and how you view things and knowing that life is more a series of up and downs instead of just like a promise of happiness. Uh, one analogy I really like is there's this analogy of a pencil and it's saying like one side mm-hmm. is like unhappiness and one side is happiness and so like no matter how you cut the pencil you're always going to have both and you can't have one without the other and so I think that Mm. like having times of unhappiness and having times where you're struggling um are what make times when things are easier um more clear to you because then you know that these are times when things are going right and so you can slow down and actually try um to appreciate that so with that being said what do you think is the key to happiness I mean, I think the common answer is being comfortable and making enough money so you don't have to worry about (laughs) money. Um, But I think, I mean, I always thought that money uh, thing was like a little unfair because if you're making even millions of dollars but you hate what you're doing, that isn't really happiness. Like, it might provide you with some kind of short-term comfort, but you'll never be pleased with what you're doing. Um, And you can tell because it really takes a toll on your personality. Like, everyone, parents, teachers, mentors, they always tell you to spend more time on things that you're bad at and disregard the things that come more easily to you. And I do kind of agree with that sometimes. Like, you do need to prioritize, but I still think that you should do more of what makes you happy. Like, it doesn't matter if there's not a lot of material gain you get for it. What really matters to me is your mental state because in a bad state, you bring everyone, including yourself, down and you lose the hope that you can bring something special to this world. And so I think the key... Um, is to have hope in something that you enjoy and not in something that you just tolerate. Because the world, I think, would be a nicer place if people were always able to do what they were just passionate about instead of what they had to. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And, you know, it's hard to reconcile yourself to something that you don't like, even if there is, yeah, material gains, but it's not what you find, you know, to be happy and Really, a lot of people, you know, search for this one thing that'll make them happy. And the American dream, I feel like, is all about that, right? So what do you think about the American dream and the supposed happiness it brings? I think that it's a pretty remarkable thing that there's more social mobility and opportunity in America than probably in any other country. But the American dream is kind of misleading. It's kind of like a rubber stamp and less of a mark of actual (laughs) happiness. I think it promises greatness when really, like, you only get mediocrity sometimes. It's more (laughs) of, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's true. Like, it's more of a dream than a reality. That's why it's called the American dream, in my opinion. But um, it doesn't really take into account all the inequalities that's still, like, um, prevalent in America. And that's also why it's such a common literary topic, because there's so much hypocrisy involved in it, but then you still wonder why it ever became an idea in the first place. It's because, you know, America is a pretty great country. Um, It's because sometimes, like I said before, the journey of trying to reach that American dream is where the happiness comes from. Um, And when you finally reach the American dream, it's often disappointing, or you realize that it's false and you can never really have anything that you were promised. But then again, you thrive on that hopeful attitude and you try your best not to make it false hope. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, 
And going off of that, I think, um, well, today, Cesar and I both take Latin, and our Latin teacher <laughs> is, like, one of the greatest human beings on planet Earth, <laughs> possibly in uh, the, like, next three universes, too. Um yeah. He is really funny, and he was telling me today about, he's like, I just don't know how, like, you kids do it. Like, how do you, like, stay happy? Or, like, um, why are people so, like, the fact that people are so stressed out today was really funny. He was saying, like, oh, when I was a kid, um, all I, like, the only thing I liked was I had, um, I was in public speaking, but I didn't go to any tournaments. I took, <laughs> like, normal classes. They weren't too hard. Um, I had a girlfriend and my best friend was my Latin books. And I was like, yes, Magister, times have changed. He's like, and he's like, but I think I don't want success. Like the things I think people think that success is something different than it actually is because for Magister, um, success is simply being happy, getting to do what he loves, which is doing Latin instead of say like doing something that, uh, might go with the typical like definition of like 4.0, like blah, 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 blah. It's more about, like, he is happiest when he is at home with his cat Twiddler reading Latin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) going off of that, um, Zara, that was a bit of a tangent, sorry. Um, Do you think that happiness is generally the same feeling for everyone? Or, like from Easter Davis, do you think happiness is what um, you define it as? Um, I think the latter is definitely true. I don't, like, think it's really the same feeling as... For everyone, even if, like, you know, you see thousands of movie trailers out there that all say, you know, the one thing we all have in common is our need for happiness through companionship or happiness is glory or happiness is loving life and all these, like, stupid, really general statements. <laughs> I don't think anyone can really, like, tell you what happiness is, and that's what makes it, like, so special that, like, only you can define it for yourself, which gives you the hope that even, like, that you're unique even though you're just one person and that there's a reason to keep living and it's not... Um, the same reason as everyone else has, or even one reason for that matter. Um, and happiness difference at, I mean, is different at different points in time. Um, sometimes you're happy for a moment because of some little thought that pops into your mind. Sometimes you're happy for a whole day. Even if there are some aspects of that day that could have gone better. And maybe when you're 70, 70 years old, you're finally like thinking that you're living a happy existence because you're doing pretty well for yourself. And those are all different kinds of happiness that everyone experiences, but they all experience in different ways, which is what makes happiness so great in my opinion. Yeah, I definitely agree with that and how, you know, it's not the same for everyone. And you have definitely all these, you know, motivational quotes online or you see on Instagram, social media, hey, happiness is about getting a boyfriend or a girlfriend. (laughs) And, you know, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I look at that and I'm like, no. No, that's not what makes me happy. I mean, it might be a good addition, but it's it's not, (laughs) yeah, it's not true happiness, you know. And for some people, you know, that might be true happiness. And yeah, I definitely agree with you that it's up to the individual to try and find what makes him or her more joyful, you know, have a more positive outlook on life. And so going, going, you know, along that line of thought, what makes you happy, Zara? What makes you personally, you know, feel joy or like motivation in life? Um, well, I think a lot of things make me happy. And so do a lot Mm -hmm. of feelings that are different than happiness, but feelings that like, do bring me happiness. Even though sometimes when I play music, I might feel kind of overwhelmed or, like, I suck compared to that prodigy that sits next to me in orchestra. Sometimes when I'm just having fun and things are going smoothly, even for a second, or I get to the end of a piece and I just get, like, this rush of happiness, 
Um, because <laughs> like, you like don't mess up and you're like, yes, yeah, not that true, exactly. right? Like, awesome. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I feel yeah. you. I like how this is such like a relatable moment. It's like almost kind mm-hmm. of sad. Yeah, I know. It's just because every musician knows it. Like when you don't mess up, you're just like you have this feeling like you're on top of the world. Like kind of like yes. when you're like pretending it's not a big deal, but at the same time you're like, I've gotten that like thing like, <laughs> time out of eighty. Like you are all lucky we're the one time out of eighty. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's also because like you don't have to think about like a billion other things. Like um even though mm-hmm. like sometimes I look at the time and I get sad because I have to like stop playing and do my homework. Um in the moment it's not even that I'm like totally excited or I feel like you know, I can conquer the world. It's just, like, there's some kind of connection that's been made, like, inside me that lets me know that, like, I'm not the only one that feels these emotions. And, like, it can be a subdued emotion or, like, an even more intense one, but it's always just something that makes me happy. Um, I also get happy when, like, I write sometimes, even though sometimes I dread, like, sitting down to do it, like, writing school essays. When I finally, like, get started on something, especially, like, poems, I just love it. Um, and again, it gives me that hope that not everything has to be a task and that life can just be enjoyable if you want it to be. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I think it's also important to, like you said, have different activities, um, that make you less stressed out and happier. Like Brigitte was talking about her love of happiness. I mean, not of happiness. Everyone loves happiness. Um, her love <laughs> of art. And I was talking about my love of chocolate. And so I think we all have um, different outlooks on what makes us happy. And it's definitely important to keep in perspective. And also it's important to know when like you're having a bad moment that you still have things to turn to. And that it's like not always the end of the world because not even though even though things may be final sometimes um there's also ways to just shift your perspective which is really important yeah definitely um yeah all right yeah and you know definitely zara thank you so much for all of this input i really agree that you know the individual is very important and yeah you can find like kaisin has her love of chocolate and you love music and writing and you know i love art and so there are all kinds of different aspects that we can pull happiness from so thanks again zara for giving us a peek into your viewpoint on happiness as always all good things must come to an end and this was a great show with our theme of happiness thanks to star style productions cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer Mike. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you, our listeners, for making us a top rated program. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Kaisin Kelly. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be happy, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.